When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to CLNS Media, powered by betonline.ag. Go to clnsmedia.com slash roll. Use our promo code CLNS50 for 50% off your first deposit. This is another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Josue Pavone. Cedric Maxwell is a little noisy in here. Are we in the wrong place? Yeah, I mean, you know what? We're not in our usual studio, so to speak, but we are at the Legacy Club of Boston. We got the Bruins getting ready for the Stanley Cup final against the Blues. Max, did you watch game one by any chance? Absolutely not. What? No. They don't pay me for that. They don't pay me for that, bro. I don't, I'm not involved in that kind of stuff. Oh, I man. wish them luck. I hope they win. But, Joe, I'm looking at it this way. We have four, three analysts, four analysts, and four major sports in this city. Three of these guys are probably going to get championship rings. One of us isn't. So, uh, I'm, I'm not overly enthused. Damn, Max, it was a great game, man. You missed out. I don't even watch hockey like that. I'll, I'll be, I'll keep it 100. I, I don't. But when it comes to the Bruins, playoff hockey, especially actually, playoff hockey in general, is pretty exciting, man. You got like a three-one lead. I would nothing. Can I would trust you, okay. I'll so you're you. gonna watch game two? Absolutely not. I'm going back <laughs> home to eat. Just gonna take my word for it. Yeah. That's it. Take your word for it. I'm here. In the crowd, I'm looking out, uh, you know, here at the garden, and it is uh, there's a little bit of pandemonium, so it's Absolutely. good stuff. What about back in the day? Do you ever used to run into former uh, Bruins players or Bruins at the time? When no, you were we didn't. We no? didn't run into any kind of players. Uh, you know, we didn't even know what Foxborough was. We didn't even meet any Patriot players. Occasionally, you might talk to a couple of Red Sox players, but that was pretty much it. Which ones did you do you remember in particular? Big Poppy. Oh yeah, no, you know good well. I didn't see Poppy. I only said that for That's you. The only one. I only said it for you. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, you know what? Enough of the hockey talk. Let's get into basketball. All right. A lot going on in the news. Uh, for starters, the biggest news story right now going on is the Los Angeles Lakers and their franchise and how Magic Johnson 
uh, saying one thing when he went to ESPN a few weeks ago. Now we got the story from Baxter, ESPN.com, saying that things are very different, or things are left out, I should say, about how uh, Magic was running things when he was uh, with the Lakers. Um, a lot of talk of, of sources coming forward saying that people weren't particularly happy with the way Magic was running things. Uneasy, I guess the best way to well, put it. Well, I'll put it this Office way. Why did they not say it while he was there? Oh, you know it doesn't work like that, Max. Normally, you know, normally, it's always after normally the it's always people throw dirt at the very end. What I know Max, about Magic yeah. is Magic is very calculated. It's been about him. He's always done that. Uh, he went on the basketball tour one time, and I think I'm going to just not not really the figures, but just say it was a basketball tour after he got through playing. They were paying him a million dollars for everybody for the tour. He took 900000 Rush you fish, y'all. Y'all struggle right now. Get what you can. Yeah. So I think he's always been very calculating as a businessman, and that's why he's been so successful as a businessman and a basketball player. But it has not translated that way as a basketball aficionado after leaving the game. All right, but what about personality-wise? We're saying, or at least to this report, they're saying that there was Magic, the one that we're used to seeing in front of cameras and on TV, and then there's Irvin, completely different guy. Much more strict guy. Well, I think he had to be. Uneasy. I think he had to be. You know, because you're talking about the franchise that wanted to change gears. He did some things for this franchise. He got some good players. We now got the plum, really, when you think about LeBron James coming there. And it just hadn't worked out. Uh, I'm not surprised. Here's a guy who's a multi-multi-millionaire. And for the stress and all the environment... That's what he wants to be. He wants to be magic. He wants to be the smiling guy. He doesn't want to be the cutthroat guy. He has to be in that particular that, that particular world. Well, according to him, he was the one getting backstabbed with Polinka, a former agent of, of Kobe Bryant. Met real messy situation from the way that it was portrayed throughout this article. And, of course, Rick Paul had a lot to do with that. Clutch Sports, LeBron's agent. Uh, he was able to do things that not a lot of agents are able to do with, with particular franchises. Uh, riding a charter planes with the team, getting real close with the team, taking care of his clients. Of course, those two sort of go hand in hand. We're talking about LeBron James signing him, you know, going to the Lakers. But of course, moving forward, what does this say about future free agents? Do you think free agents would be wary of going to the Lakers now with all this stuff coming out? I don't think it has anything to do with that now. Magic is no longer there. What well, I mean, free the agents Rick Paul, are going? Hey, no, Rick Paul I think I it. think clutch sports players right now are going to look and see what you have as a franchise. And if they can win. That's a situation now that's going to be messy. I don't care who comes there. People keep talking about maybe Kyrie Irving goes there. You're playing in the in the West right now. There are some teams out there who have been dynamic and who are on their own way their way up. I don't see Lakers being one of those teams unless they can get one of those major, major guys like maybe Anthony Davis. You know what? I think the other team in L.A. is a team to look out for as well. I mean, they have plenty of cast space to bring in two max guys. They got one heck of a squad there. You got a heck of a coach there, Doc Rivers. What are the chances one of these free agents decide to go to the Clippers over the Lakers? Do you see that Well, they, they keep talking about Kawhi possibly going. To me, Kawhi would be crazy to leave Toronto. Toronto. You know, people okay. want to give him condos, free food for the rest of his life. He could he could almost run for whatever it is in Canada right now because he has been um, because he's electrified he's electrified that 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 country um, with what he's been able to do as a basketball player and to get Toronto as far as he has yes as far as he's ever been yeah. speaking of them of course let's get right into it NBA Finals Raptors versus Warriors 
Obviously, Warriors here, heavy favorites, looking for their fourth title in five tries. Of course, we've seen dynasties like this in the past, but is there a part of you that sort of wishes you could see the underdog take over things here? Is there a chance the Toronto Raptors could actually pull this thing off? There, there's a chance they could I win. Think, I think there's a chance. I don't win. think it's a good one. There's always a chance, but I just think that at the end of the day, Toronto does not have the weapons. I think if you look at Golden State, too many weapons, too many opportunities. The only team in the East that could match them man for man, to me, would have been the Celtics. They used to play over here, right? And the Celtics didn't play well enough to get there. So I just think it's going to be a, a, a tall task if you think about trying to beat Golden State. And if even if, and then you say maybe um, Durant comes back too, that really just heights it up that much more. Right. No, definitely. I just can't wait to see how Kawhi Leonard performs. What heck of a performance he's done throughout this postseason. I mean, just continues to show how valuable he truly is, even after the injury, after the trade. You know, like you said, now this entire country is behind him, the country of Canada. But with with that being said, regardless of what happens in the NBA Finals, do you think he's going to stick around Toronto? I just don't know. I mean, he doesn't say enough. They say he has a house in L.A. Everybody has a house in L.A. Right. Who plays right now? But I just think that if he looks at it from a standpoint of winning, and if they win, and if he stays there, and they get more players, they're going to be a team that's going to be um, to be reckoned with for a long time. If he goes to the Clippers in the Eastern Con in the Western Conference, there's a lot of teams out there. Even if you add Kawhi Leonard. I think that would really give them a, a challenge. There are going to be other teams like Phoenix Suns who have stockpiled all these younger players. They're going to get better too. So I, I, if I'm him, I stay right in Toronto. You also have Kyrie Irving, of course. Where's he going to go? News report says that there's two teams on the top of his list. Neither one of them is Boston. One of them is supposedly the Lakers. The other one is the Brooklyn Nets. What do you make of that? He also bought a, a house in New Jersey to add more fuel to the fire there of the speculations. I don't think you say that any player right now can buy a house, you know, with the money they're making. I think you just say, um, you know, a, a lot. There's been a lot of angst about Kyrie now, so for him to come back, I don't know. There's a lot of people. A lot of people came up to me on the street today, and who are very indifferent to what Kyrie might do. There was a young lady who walked up to me. She's like, "No, Max, you need to get him out of here." I like, I'm, I'm gonna do the trade or whatever. And then she said, Kyrie is, I love how she said it. She said, Kyrie is Robin. He's not Batman. So yeah, this, this was a woman talking about how the game was going to be played and what she had seen. A lot of people feel that way, Max. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you, you're you on the other side of things here. You, you think, on the other side of the fence, I should say, you think it's in the Celtics' best interest to try to keep him, right? I, I think that the best interest for the Celtics right now is to sign Kyrie, one way or the other. You cannot let him walk. If you let him walk, you get nothing. If you are able to sign and trade him, you go hand in hand. You're able to give him his money, $250 million. And at the same time, you might be able to sign and trade and get some value back for him. So I think Kyrie still can be a valuable asset. Either way. You, but you have to sign him. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, how about if Kyrie Irving were to go to the Lakers and rejoin with LeBron James? See, see, that's the face I made 
when I heard about this I, report. I don't, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's something that, I don't think that's in his thought process, but no one knows what Kyrie is thinking, right? Well, it, you know, it's possible. You know, maybe he can go back there. But I still think, but I still think, I don't care what the look is. Was it a good look for Kevin Durant when you no, decided to leave? No. But he won multiple he championships. Anyway. He won. Players are going to do what they're going to do. And at the end of the day, I wish Kyrie Irving the best. This is what all us old school players wanted back in the day was to have a um, to have the ability to make your own decision about where you want to play. And you think about anybody in the workspace right now. Everybody wants to make a decision about where they would want where would they want to work. Why should NBA players be so different or or any other player be so much different about what he wanted to do with his future and where he feel more comfortable working? I just think, you know, we talked about this a, a week ago or I think it was two weeks last time we got together, one of the last times we got together. I just think at this point, with the way we've seen what happened to LeBron, the way we've seen the way Durant went through what he went through, right, like you said, they did grab championships. No one's going to forget that. But people are still going to remember the way they went about it. And if you're Kyrie Irving, or at least from from my perspective, looking at things the, the way he moves, wouldn't he want to be different? Isn't Kyrie Irving always that guy that wants to be different? Doesn't he want to say, look, I can be a Batman, that he can speak to, to, to people who don't believe that he can be a number one option? But essentially, if you leave Boston and you make a move like that, you're saying to everyone that, you know what, I'm going to join this guy, grab a couple more championships. Maybe you've seen the light. And it'll be 1A and 1B. Maybe you believe that things have changed. Did you ever think that Kyrie Irving was going to call LeBron James and apologize? You know, about what happened and younger me. players. So it didn't shock I, it, To me, it did. Because if you have if you have this much gall about you, this much pride, all these things about you, you you're the hell with, hell with LeBron James. But I, I think that Kyrie Irving has had a taste of reality. Looking how the Eastern Conference is, how people view him. I still think he's one of the best players in the game. But there's a lot of um, there's a lot of angst right now here in the city right now about Kyrie Irving. If he does leave, is it fair to say, or at least fair to assume, that he realized, like you said, this past season, that he can't be a number one on the championship team? Is it fair to assume that? Is he scared to take on that title? I don't pass? think he's scared to take on it. I think that he had a bad season. Well, at least the and I think it was a I think it was a bad mix for everybody this year. We're in the beginning of the year. I thought this team, Jalen Brown said, we want to win two, three, four championships. That was I can't believe you said that. And by saying that, he looked at, well, he just looked at this team, the way they were. He was one shot away from getting to the finals. They were a couple years ago. And if you add two max players coming back, you automatically saying, oh, my God, we're, we're going to play well. This team never really hit their stride. They never played like a team. They played like a collection of players, but not a great team. Absolutely. And that five straight wins in the postseason, I think, ultimately gave them a false sense of hope, or at least a false sense of well, return you know what? It gave all of us a false sense of hope. Right. Absolutely. And But Brad Stevens has said it best. He said, we're going to lose some games. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by good friends over at Blue Chew. Right now, when you head over to bluechew.com and enter the promo code MAXWELL, You'll get your first shipment absolutely free when you use the promo code Maxwell. All you have to pay for is $5 for the shipping. And trust me, you don't want to miss out on this opportunity, fellas. Yeah, you don't. I mean, we're not talking about chewing gum. We're talking about adult chewing gum. 
And uh, if you want a little extra pep in your step, then uh, I suggest that you follow through. You know, I, uh, I tried it, and uh, whoo, man, there was some happy, <laughs> there was some two happy people in the room. That's right, Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know that these things work, all right? And now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform, okay? It's for any guy who wants that little extra function to enhance your performance in the bedroom. And right now, when you head over to bluechew.com and enter the promo code MAXWELL, you'll get your first shipment absolutely free. All you have to pay for is the $5 Again, that is bluechew.com. Blue, just like the color, bluechew.com. Enter the promo code Maxwell just for listening to this podcast. Your first shipment is absolutely free. Only five dollars are asking for for shipping. So and ladies, and ladies, you can go get it for your men too. That's right. You know, you're not. You just can't use it yourself, but you give it to your man. Maybe that's what you want to enhance his performance. And Max, you try it yourself. Trust me, you don't want to miss out on this opportunity, fellas. And for the ladies out there. Again, that's bluechew.com. Enter the promo code Maxwell. Bluechew.com. Enter the promo code Maxwell. Only $5 for shipping. First shipment is absolutely free. And when he said that, that was foreshadowing everything that really happened with this team. Once they start going downhill, it went downhill fast. Did he get some of his blame at all in terms oh, yeah. of the way things went? I think everybody does. Okay. I think everybody from Dan, everybody does in this situation. Because you win as a team, and you lose as a team. I don't think anybody's immune to any of that at all. Absolutely. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. Coming at you right before this Daily Cup final to the Bruins and the Blues. Max cannot wait. He will be cheering. Man, Can't wait to get Bruin, home. I know you got a Bruins sweater underneath that yeah. shirt, man. Don't yeah, lie. Absolutely. You know you're rocking one. You just want to be shy. Yeah, That's what it is, yeah, right? yeah. You're a diehard Bruins fan <laughs> deep down inside. <laughs> absolutely. Chicks love the last shot. The big girls love that. <laughs>